0: And so, it begins. Hmm. Leonardo da Vinci spent 16 years on the Mona Lisa and not necessarily because the Mona Lisa was a particularly difficult painting for him. He often took to scribbling to his notebook when he should have been painting. This resulted in many innovations including the helicopter, highly sophisticated designs for bridges, highly accurate maps that were sometimes centuries ahead of his time. From one man's procrastination came groundbreaking body of work. We hear it all the time that procrastination is a bad habit as it interferes with productivity and kills momentum. In today's world, business rewards speed. The early bird catches the world. We strive to be the first, the quickest, and the one who gets the most things done. We keep tasks on our phones with notifications enabled to keep us informed and on schedule. Nowadays, it's all about instant decision-making and instant gratification. Historically, for human beings, procrastination has not been regarded as a bad thing. The Greeks and Romans generally regarded procrastination very highly. The wisest leaders embraced procrastination and would basically sit around and think and not do anything unless they absolutely had to. So, how did we embrace this sort of work ethic that required immediate and diligent action? Can procrastination be a good thing, especially in now that our lives have been flipped, turned upside down? Can we embrace procrastination in the future of life and work, particularly in the world of Industry 4.0, a.k.a. the fourth industrial revolution? Let's break it down. sense of a podcast, a show that discusses subject matters that we seldom talk about and yet is crucial to our lives and careers. I am your host, Bohake kesindi I'm an enterprise software developer, architect, engineer. I've lost count about my titles I've had over the years. And in this episode, we will explore the topic of embracing procrastination. But first... I would love to engage with you as I believe that we're a community and this platform is for us. So on every social media platform that you're comfortable with, just search Making Sense of It podcast and feel free to comment and give your input about everything that you hear on this podcast. I'm very engaging and I will respond accordingly and let's create a a dialogue where we can learn interact, and grow, not only for us, but also for the community at large. Now that we have the introductions out of the way, let's get back to the show. To put things into perspective, let's have a little bit of a backstory. If you've worked in the IT industry, you know the chaotic work-life balance that we live almost every day, even after working hours. It's on my 31st birthday that I've realized that I've worked for others and barely accomplished anything for myself. I've never taken a proper holiday since my adult independence at the age of 18. My life has always been about studying and hard work. Regardless, I decided to take a break, like a really long break, just to unwind and figure out what I should do next with my life. Little did I know that 2020 had other plans. Part of my long break was to catch up on activities that I've started which fell through on the wayside or were never actually completed. Activities such as learning to play the piano and the guitar, get back to writing poetry, focus more on subject matters that I'm interested in, such as AI. Yes, I've done AI. Adversity, uh, close to two decades ago. Also continue blogging on things that interest me and that I'm good at. And to start this podcast, though I hate the sound of my voice. And that's why you're hearing me right now. At the time of recording this episode, I've realized that I committed one inexcusable flaw. I started this podcast in January 2020, and I've not released episode weekly as promised. Also, it's only in July 2020 that I went back to blogging. It's only now that I've started broadening my IT skills, by taking courses such as cloud computing to further my DevOps skill, AI, and stuff like that. What I'm trying to say is that for the past six months, I've not been inclined to do anything whatsoever. I've resorted to watching so many YouTube videos and shows on Netflix that I caught up on almost every show that I've started but paused, some shows starting back in the year 2007. What was happening to me, I questioned myself. I rarely get myself to this low state to the point that I procrastinate without feeling guilty about non-delivery. To put things into perspective, I'm a perfectionist. I only work best under pressure if I am too confident on my skill, but I'm not the person to start at the very last minute. That's disastrous to my health. So why was I procrastinating? Did my procrastination bring satisfaction to my life? Would I recommend procrastinating? My verdict? Let's have this journey of discovery. So, what is procrastination? Well, procrastination is defined as the action of delay or postponing something. Alternatively, Google defined procrastination as the avoidance of doing a task that needs to be accomplished by a certain deadline. It could be further stated as a habitual or intentional delay of starting or finishing a task despite knowing it might have negative consequences. This may be too familiar to some of us. For some, this is more than an occasion. It has become a ritual. You might be one of those who press the snooze button on your alarm clock in the morning. Hitting the snooze button is nothing more than the act of telling your day to hold on until you are ready to begin. It is an ultimate form of procrastination. Starting your day out by making the choice to procrastinate sets you up to procrastinate on many things on the day or in the days to come. We can already see how procrastination carries a bad rap. Procrastination is sometimes misunderstood and is often confused as laziness, but there's a difference. Procrastination is an active process. You choose to do something else instead of the task that you know you should be doing. In contrast, laziness suggests apathy, inactivity, and an unwillingness to act. Some scientists have argued that there are two kinds of procrastination. Active procrastination and passive procrastination. Active procrastination means you realize that you are unduly delaying a particular task, but you are doing something more valuable instead. Passive procrastination is just sitting around not doing anything, and that is considered a problem. Both laziness and procrastination lack motivation, except that procrastination is an intent to complete the task under consideration and eventually completing it at the cost of oneself. Procrastination is not a new phenomenon though. The term can be dated back to the 16th century. As I previously mentioned in my intro, the Greeks and Romans generally regarded procrastination very highly. The wisest leaders embraced procrastination and would basically sit around and think and do nothing unless they absolutely had to. These were once powerful empires. By procrastinating, you will have enough time to think about your life and what matters to you. And you will eventually reach the best decision for you. So the question remains, is procrastination a good thing, a bad thing, or maybe something in between? Let's first visit the few reasons why procrastination is considered as bad. The negative. Procrastination can be bad due to many reasons, and in many ways, including 1. It may lead to poor performance. When you put off something instead of doing your best, you get bad results and poor performance. They won't allow themselves to do anything until they know that they are in the best frame of mind for it. Instead, they'll add a bit of tasks every day until they get bored or completely absent-minded. return back to the task at hand the best way to get a procrastinator to get things done is to provide a deadline which leads me to my next point number two it can cause stress and anxiety i can attest to this when you are given a task to complete under pressure and you start panicking a default reaction to getting things done is to first ignore it and do other tasks that you weren't meant to be doing the more you do this the bigger the chance of you becoming anxious, and at worst, it may trigger other health issues and mental problems. Granted, some people work well under stress and under pressure, but too much stress leads to too much problems, especially physical and mental problems. Point number three. Your work tasks piles up. Your responsibilities will pile up when you avoid tasks or postpone it for another time. The longer you avoid them, the more you will have, and it will be much more difficult to eventually handle everything. This can get you into other health issues as mentioned at point two. Point number four, it may create fear and doubts. Some people fear success as much as failure. Perhaps you have doubt about your ability and are worried about failing, so you put off and seek comfort in doing work that you know that you're capable of completing. This is because whatever you are about to embark is considered a big deal to you, so you avoid it as long as possible and comment only if you know that you're ready to tackle it. That's one of the reasons the Greeks and Romans procrastinated. They feared making wrong decisions, especially if that decision resulted in them losing a war. Remember, like the famous rapper Master P always says, no idea is a bad idea, so take the risk and learn along the way. Number five, it may lead to perfectionism. Perfectionism can be a good thing, but there's also a downside. Perfectionists know too well that until they do not produce the perfect work, they will either work on it until it becomes perfect, or they become bored and lose the ambition to carry on working on it. Work that eventually gets released are released extremely late unless one got extremely bored and ultimately stopped working on it. Now that we looked at the negative effects procrastination have on our mental and physical health, what are the benefits that procrastination brings and why was it revered in ancient times? The positive. With the right intentions, of course, procrastination can bring with a speck of positivity. I know you might think that that's not normal business and professional attitude, but it wasn't so before. So let's delve into the benefits of procrastination. Number one, it prevents you from responding in haste. Sometimes a quick, hasty response or decision may land you in hot water. The best way to handle such situation is to take a timeout, a distance from the issue at hand, so that you may have time to breathe, analyze the issue at hand with a calm perspective and see different solutions or the best path forward to handle such situation. This is also crucial in mending relationships. If you want to improve your capacity to manage heated, emotionally charged conversation, never respond immediately. The human brain is designed to be reactive in nature and the fight-or-flight mechanism is very strong. So take a pause with a deep breath, analyze the situation, delay your response if you have to until you have enough evidence to draw a decisive conclusion and a response to call to action. Point number two. It helps you set priorities. Sometimes we have a set of tasks to complete for a particular work and we find ourselves wasting time working on a task that we're unhappy with. For example, as a developer, admin tasks such as unnecessary meetings, capturing timesheets, managing user stories, documentations, etc. are tasks that we hate doing. Often the things that you're most inclined to procrastinate on are the ones that weren't really worth doing to begin with. Thus, it's advisable to always prioritize your daily to-do list to ensure that your daily tasks are met. This helps with your daily productivity as well. Point number three. It helps bring clarity on your vision. Sometimes you procrastinate on decision because you're genuinely unsure or conflicted about the right choice. Sometimes you must just be procrastinating because you feel you're wasting your time with something that doesn't make you happy. If you are in that frame of mind, it's a clear indication that you are in a position to know what is important to you. Why not focus your energy on choices that is most important to you? Number four. It fosters creativity. Sometimes when you have a daunting task, your brain starts wandering off and thinks other alternative ideas. Your mind subconsciously collects ideas and processing things so that when you actually sit down to work, you have a lot more ideas in your head on how to go about it. Some of our most creative solutions happen when we procrastinate and we feel the pressure of our decisions. As a matter of fact, some great revelations throughout history happened as a result of procrastination and it's further proof that this does not have to mean something entirely negative. And finally, point number five you get more things done under pressure. Not all people can work well under pressure, but for others, they become much more productive and work a lot faster and eventually get a lot of things done under pressure. Some even get better results when they work under pressure. Working under pressure helps with releasing inner creativity to find ways to good ideas and solutions quickly. So, how does one control procrastination? It's not easy to control procrastination, but you can try a few things in order to make yourself more determined and more disciplined about keeping up with your tasks. Here are just a few examples of what you can do to control your procrastination. 1. Recognize the pattern as soon as possible. 2. Think of the possible reasons why you are procrastinating. 3. Rearrange your priorities. 4. Make lists and set up your goals. 5. Minimize your distractions. 6. Focus on the hardest tasks when you are most productive and at your peak. 7. Promise yourself rewards after every task you complete. 8. Practice better time management. Sorry, I'm the worst. 9. Understand the risks of not completing your task and the rewards of doing so. And finally, number 10, use task management applications. In summary, if you are an active procrastinator, embrace it. Embrace it so that you can get more things done. Embrace it so that you can start doing the things that matter the most to you and bring happiness back into your life. Section of this episode was cited by an article written by Bruno Mertrzewski entitled The Art of Procrastination, Good or Bad? Thank you for listening to today's episode. We really would love to hear your feedback. So feel free to comment on this topic on all our social media channels. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please comment below. That's been it. Thank you for letting me your ears. And until the next episode, peace and God bless.